I had the sad duty and honour during the week to conduct the funeral of a young woman aged 19 called Anya, who died from bone cancer. It was a very dignified and beautiful funeral, but of course, as you can imagine, it was intensely sad and sorrowful. When we come to the death of a young person, it is difficult to know exactly what to say on part of the priest, but also on behalf of the parents and friends and family members. So just to share with you one of my experiences during the week, I'd like to to read to you the homily that I gave at Anya's funeral. Anya's father is German, so in the early years of her life, she and her mother Liz and father Michael lived in Germany. So you'll hear just a little reference to that in the homily. So let me begin. When we read the Psalms, we enter into a treasured prayer book of countless generations of Christians. In these poetic prayers, we find voice given to every human emotion and situation. There are psalms of praise and thanksgiving, but there are also psalms of lamentation and sorrow. For instance, in Psalm 10 we read, Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? And in Psalm 56 we find, Lord, you know how troubled I am. You have kept a record of my tears. Our Lord knew the Psalms, of course, and would have prayed them as a boy with Mary and Joseph. In his agony on the cross, he used the opening line of Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Doesn't that resonate with us at this time? Why does God seem so far away? Why did he allow Anya to die so young on the cusp of adulthood? How could a God of love do this? If our Saviour could address his Father so bluntly and directly, we can do the same. After all, through our baptism, he is our Father too. And sometimes children speak very directly, even bluntly, to their Father. So let us not keep our questions to ourselves, but speak them directly to God. But equally, we must expect a response from him. My experience teaches me that God doesn't usually shout at us, but rather he speaks quietly and at the appropriate time. So have patience and keep alert. God will take us into his confidence and let us know his purposes and his plan in the midst of this dreadful and heavy sorrow. Our faith teaches us too that God does not see things as we do. He has a way of turning things on their head. The book of Wisdom, which was the first reading, reminds us of that. 
Anya's departure from us does seem like a disaster. Her going from us like destruction. But she is at peace. God has tested her and found her worthy. Like gold in a furnace, she was tested in the hardship of suffering. The beginning of making sense of a loved one's death is to look at their life. The purpose of life is to live, whether that be 19 years or 90. In Anya's life, as you know and as you will hear today, there are many signs of a life that can be measured well and for which we can be grateful. Her mother Liz recounted to me that even in the early months of her life in Germany, it would be said often by people who met the baby Anya and looked upon her smiling face, Sie ist ein Sonnenschein. She is sunshine. To many people, more than usual, did Anya bring that radiance, which was not only her smile, but her whole person. For that quality and gift, we give thanks to God. I encourage you to listen attentively to all that is said about Anya today, not just out of courtesy, but also so that together we may discover the manifold and surprising ways in which God graces our human existence. To see the traces of God's action in our lives opens our eyes to the full extent of his love. The first quality of God's love for us is that he willed us to be, to live. None of us comes into existence randomly. Each one of us is desired by God. And he always respects the freedom he he gives us. He will never force us to love him, He will never force us to believe in him. He will never force us to trust him. Just as God is not a manipulator, neither is he a puppeteer. It is precisely a God of love who does not intervene to orchestrate every action of every human person on the planet. But also he never leaves us alone. He constantly gives us his divine help, called grace, to draw us to him, if we allow it. And he sends us people to populate our lives, so that in small and important ways we may meet him. This is another reason why we give thanks to God for Anya. For many here today, and those who are joining us via live stream, She has been a reflection of God, as we pray that we can be too. In this devastating time, we must resist all tendencies to think that somehow God is weak or disinterested in us. God does seem weak, if we think of Jesus who lets himself be killed. But what appears weakness is really patience and meekness and love. The Beatitudes we heard in the Gospel reading are the pointers, the red flags, if you like, that signal the power of God. The only true power of God 
is the power of love. What appears to be weakness in human reckoning is the power of God. In conclusion, the Christian response to death is hope. Hope that is founded on the limitless goodness of God. Hope brings trust. And trust allows God to act even when we do not understand. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, is also from the Psalms. Hope and trust allow us to lift our eyes towards a wider vision that reminds us that the purpose of this life is to be a saint, that is, to be in heaven with God forever, because the object of our every desire is really God himself, even if we are not aware of it. In truth, our heart is too large for this limited world. There comes a time in every life where what St. Augustine said is lived into reality through death. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Death becomes then the moment of release from this world, so that our soul, our heart, may expand towards the utter fullness of God. Anya has lived that moment. Now we pray for her, that the unconquerable love of God surround her, that the angels and saints escort her home to paradise, that she be safe in God's house, until that moment when we, through the grace of God, may join her. May eternal light shine upon her, and may her soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen.